Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord, church. Anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. Another day we get to wake up, have breath in our body. Amen. If you can stand to your feet, we're going to usher in the presence of the Lord, worship and praise the Lord with us. Amen.
Somebody declare that this morning. Help us sing. I will remain. I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. I will remain. Confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. of the as we continue to worship. Father God, we love you. Oh God, we thank you one more time for being in your presence this morning to worship you in the beauty of holiness. We ask you, Lord God, that you will bless us, be with us, oh God. We ask you to transform us this morning, oh God. We give you all the glory and all the honor. You are truly great and greatly to be praised. None like you, none to compare. We worship and adore you, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Have your way among us individually and collectively, Lord God, as we continue to praise you. Oh God, I pray that someone will leave your change and transform this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And come on, church, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this morning. branches he who abides in me will forever be fruitful indeed i am the way the truth and the light no one gets to the father except that he comes through me Let not mercy and truth forsake you, forsake you. Let not mercy and truth say forsake, forsake you. Say we really are
That's my prayer this morning, Jesus. Wrap me in your arms, in your loving arms. I can't make it without you, Jesus. I need you every step of the way, Jesus. Wrap me in. Somebody worship Jesus this morning. We love you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. We bless your name, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just continue to worship the Lord this morning. Oh, hallelujah. It's worthy to be praised this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And everybody praise the Lord this morning. Come on, praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. It's worthy to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise God. The Lord bless you. You may be seated for a few minutes. Amen. Amen. So good to see everyone in the house of God this morning. We greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. Truly another beautiful day to be alive and well. Our online congregation, we welcome you. We greet you all this morning also. Amen. I pray that this morning, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that the Lord is with you this morning. Amen. We're so honored to be in the house of God, to praise God this morning. And amen. Without any further ado, I'm going to invite Brother Tom. He's going to come by with a few announcements at this time. Good morning, church. The Lord gifted us with such a glorious day yesterday, did he not? You know, when we're doing planning for such an event like um, like a picnic, uh, there's conversation, there's uh, assigned tasks, and then there's uh, all that coordination. And one of the things that uh, the leadership team was working on was not just all of that, but there was some prayer that went in. And the Lord was, was such a, a giver yesterday. There was such a, a sense of teamwork yesterday. There was such a coordinated effort in pulling that, all that off. And it was uh, just a wonderful thing. We, we asked for family to join us, and there was that. We asked for uh, friends to join us, and there was that. We asked, we asked if there would be um, a way for us to be able to communicate out into the community, and there was that. And more importantly for me, I got the chance to meet Mr. Brantley again. Yes, sir. We had some folks from our online congregation that came out of their way and joined us. Some drove from Staten Island, some drove from other places, and it was so great to see. Brother Brantley, this is for you. Good morning, church. (laughs) It was a wonderful day yesterday, was it not? Uh, Just a few things. Uh, Prayer breakfast uh, this coming Saturday, so the uh, the first Saturday is on the 7th, prayer breakfast. Um, We are... um, in August, we don't have scheduled dates for outreach. We still do some outreach. We let the Spirit lead us on those days, uh, but we don't have any scheduled dates. So we'll, we'll let you know as, as uh, that comes about. We'll, we'll keep you posted. But we'd like to – the picnic is our great big event, right? And so um, we'll let you know about outreach. There's two that I want to remind you about. One was um, on the 14th, so that's uh, coming up soon. Uh, the, the district, North Central Jersey District, is going to have a back-to-school event. I don't have the exact details, but we'll keep you posted. Uh, we've done our own, but there's going to be something for the whole district, and so um, that will be kind of a neat thing. And then um, I also announced about the men's ministry. 
Um, on the 28th, the men will get back together. Um, I don't have a location on that, but I will get that for you. Um, typically, we've done that from 11 to 1, and that's always a great time for the guys to get together. Have a great day. Praise the Lord, everybody. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. I want to greet you in the name of Jesus Christ this morning. You don't look so happy. Let me do it again. I want to greet everyone this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to greet our online uh, members also. Greetings. And uh, we're glad you're here this morning. God has done so much for us this morning, yesterday, throughout the days. It's only fitting that we come together this morning and we call upon his name and worship him. Amen? It's offering time, but before we get into the offering, there's a scripture um, that I thought about and I would like you to think about it as well. Deuteronomy, or a few scriptures, Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 5. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. It goes on a little further. Um, and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And the final one now says, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. So what God was telling the Israelites then is don't just hear this word and just gather some head knowledge and not meditate on it. He wanted them to meditate on the word of God. This morning, Pastor Kellerman, <coughs> in um, his message, he talked about the cow. After he, you know, graves, he goes on a tree somewhere and then he um, starts chewing on the food that he had already eaten. He regurgitates it and then he just chews on it, chews on it. That is what God wants us to do with his word. Don't just eat the word pass. And don't, and don't die, I mean, don't um, enjoy, don't um, feel what you're, you're eating. You know, take your time, meditate on it, so you will know exactly what he's saying to you, and you'll be able to do it. Amen? Because it's not just for you alone. It's for you to understand and to use it to help someone else. Amen? Amen. It's offering time. Amen. Amen. And I would like you to stand so we can just pray over the offering. Just like to point out the many ways we can give and be a blessing to the kingdom. You can go online, www.myccc.faith. You can give via PayPal, Christ Center Church. You can also use Cash App at uh, dollar sign CCC 2711. You can drop your um, whatever you have to give in the basket here. Or you can see Sister Patrice to give online. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ.
We thank you for all you have done, O God. We thank you, O God, for just keeping us and just providing for us. Now we have a chance to give back, Lord Jesus, and we will do just that. Father, I pray that you would bless those that have to give. To give, Lord, make a way for them so they will be able to contribute. In the name of Jesus Christ, we say thank you. Come forward with your and offering, please.
Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, let's just continue to worship the Lord another time. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. We worship you this morning, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Josiah. Amen. May the Lord continue to bless you. Amen. Awesome job this morning. Praise God. Amen. 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 Before I get into the words this morning, I want to just take the time this morning. You may be seated for a few. For those that are seated, amen. Uh, I just want to echo a little bit of the sentiment that Brother Tom was saying in our uh, picnic. I think we had one of the best picnics, you know, for a long time. You know, we really had a very good picnic. And, uh, you know, I know because of the circumstances, uh, Pastor wasn't here to enjoy it. We had a good time. But, Pastor, you miss it next time around. (laughs) Amen. Amen. But we had a good time, certainly, in the Lord. You know, just fellowshipping and just, you know, the fellowship was great. The food was great. I mean, all the laborers, Brother Daryl, Brother Tom, Brother Henry, all the cooks, everybody, you did such a tremendous job. Everyone did an excellent job, I would say. You know, you did such a, I mean, I, um, in fact, my wife this morning, she couldn't get up out of the bed because she tried to, um, she tried to try something that she hasn't been accustomed to doing. Why you not? I'm putting her on the spot. You know, I can't do that. I, I can't get beat up later on. You know, why, why you not accustomed to doing certain things? Don't do it. You know, because you're only going to hurt yourself. You know, you're going to pay the price. You know, in fact, it was so fun that uh, I was watching Brother Tom. I think it was uh, I was standing beside Brother uh, uh, Izzy and he was saying the, the balloon was good. So Brother Tom was, he, he was trying to catch the balloon, you know, it was so funny because he was running, Brother Daryl, and he was running and he tried to, you know, jump to catch the balloon. I would say, well, Brother Issy looked at me and he said something. I won't repeat what he said, but, but he, 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 was so, he was so nice just to have, you know, the fellowship with everyone. We certainly had a, you know, tremendous time in the Lord. And, um, you know, the other thing is, um, you know, as I was uh, telling the brothers that, you know, we, we had the grill that pastor bought a grill. I don't know what pastor was thinking when he bought this this grill. I don't know what he was uh, thinking that um you know th- this grill wasn't uh, it was no joke, brother Sam. You know you should have been there. I know you had to you know circumstances where you weren't able to be there. You know, but you know uh, me, me and brother Henry we, we we struggled to get the the the, the grill in the truck, and we're trying to figure one way. And it wasn't working, but the enemy said, let's try this way. I said, it wasn't working. I said, no, let's try this way. It wasn't working. So I said, all right, pull the truck down just a little bit. So we did, and we, we, we got it into the truck. And then, you know, after loading it back home, we had to get like four men to put the grill back in the truck. You know, but we had such a good time in the Lord. And I want to thank everyone, our online congregation. We thank you for being, making uh, our, our picnic, our family and friend picnic what it was yesterday amen so give yourself a round of applause uh truly god has did something awesome for us yesterday and we're so honored to be there so it was truly great amen 
Amen. Anything else that I forget as far as announcing that? <laughs> Nothing else. All right. I'm going to invite you all to stand at this time. We're going to get right into the word. Amen. Praise God. And, um, you know, whatever the Lord have in store this morning, I pray and ask that God just have his way in the service this morning. We truly had an awesome word this morning from the Lord this morning. The Pastor Kellerman uh, taught the word this morning. Amen. And God used him to you know, proclaims the word this morning, and I was so honored this morning for another privilege of sharing the words of God. You know, truly, it's um, indeed for me, it's a privilege. You know, pastors um, absent, continue to keep the Wyatt family in, uh, in our prayers that God will continue to sustain and strengthen them, protect them, and keep them, and uh, that they will continue to give them traveling mercy as they travel back home later on today or tomorrow, whenever they're going to be back in town. That God will take them here safely. And um, before we um, get into the word, I'm going to ask um, um, uh, Sister Josephine that if he can come up. He's, uh, he's not feeling well. We're going to pray for him. So if you can just uh, raise your hand. Uh, we're going to be praying. Come on up, uh, Papa. We're going to be praying for you this morning. Amen. He's not feeling well. So for those, you know, if a few brothers want to come around, just lay hands on him and just pray that God will touch him this morning. Um, amen. We're going to pray for him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we pray this morning, Lord God, for your servant, we pray, Lord God, that whatever is going on through his body right now, Lord God, we know you're a God that healeth, oh God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will touch his body, Lord God, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let your healing virtue move upon him, Lord God. Strengthen his body, Lord God. Strengthen his bone, oh God. I pray, Lord God, that you will sustain him and keep him, Lord God. Bless his family for such a time as this, oh God. We ask you for what you're doing, that you'll continue to work, oh God, the work that you've started, oh God. Bless him continually. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody continue to worship the Lord. Give the Lord another round of applause this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I want to give honor to where honor is due this morning. Of course, you know, pastor's absent. I want to thank him for the, another privilege and opportunity to stand here in front of the congregation this morning. It's indeed a privilege for me and honor, something that I don't take lightly and take for granted. I treat it such as... Uh, to be uh, behind the, po- the the podium, the pulpit here, you know, it, it's a sacred thing, so to speak, please, uh, if you please. Um, and it, it's something that, you know, when you come back here, you, you have to make sure your life is one of exemplary stuff, as such. You, you don't want to come back here if you're not living right in the sight of God and in the sight of man. Because you have to be careful because this place is a sacred place. I mean, the people that stand behind here, the people that stand and worship and praise God, you know, we have to make sure our lives being one of exemplary. Amen? Amen. So I give honor to Pastor, amen, and his family. Amen. Of course, I give honor to Sister Cole, Pastor Cole, that is no Miz also. You know, so honor to have her, you know, Miz. We greet everyone this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So have everyone that travel from far and near, those that travel from Philadelphia. You know, the Sharps is always, uh, you know, faithful, traveling up on Sunday morning. God bless you. I'm not weary, my friend. You know, I've done it for one year consecutively. And um, God has kept me. God has provided for me. God has opened up doors for me. So be not weary, my friend. Continue what you're doing for Christ. Amen. Because it's only what you do for Christ will last. 
you know, at the end of the day, uh, Ecclesiastics say vanity of vanity. It's just vanity and vexation of spirit, you know. But we, we give honor to God because God is the one that kept us and provide for us and sustain us and is keeping us. Amen. Amen. And I greet you all, our online congregation. We greet you all this morning. Um, you know, as Brother Tom said, you know, I went to, uh, to, to greet. Uh, I mean, I was walk, moving around in the crowd. And I was, um, you know, greeting uh, Brother Bentley, and I, I went up, and um, Br- Br- Brentley. What did I say? Bent Brentley. Brentley. Did I mess it up? It's all good. Thank you, Brent. So, um, all right. So, anyway, so I went and greeted him uh, at first. He took his mask off, and he was trying to recognize who I was. And I think he had an idea who I was, um, but I didn't introduce myself to him. Just went and shook my hands and said, glad to have you at our picnic this morning. Um, so I'm moving around in the crowd and everything. Started to greet some other folks that were there at the picnic. And then afterward, he came up, was trying to get something to, to the trash. And I walked up and he pulled his mask up. And he says, um, you brought a scarlet, right? I said, yeah, I'm Brother Scarlett. I said, glad, nice to meet you finally, you know, so because you've been seeing all his posts and, uh, you know, and uh, the services and, um, you know, so, you know, we commend you for sacrificing to be at our picnic and, um, you know, we're so glad that everyone that came there, you really enjoy yourself. In fact, after the picnic, there was so lingering spirit there that, you know, people just wanted fellowship, if you please, you know. And um, it's so good that, you know, sometimes when something comes to a conclusion, you know, um, everyone just, you know, packing up and just move on. Time to move on out of here. But, you know, there was a, such a sweet spirit with everyone just wanting to fellowship and I, I have a good time. I, so I commend everyone for, for being there and for the time that we had uh, at the picnic. So let's get into the Word of God this morning as we, uh, one verse of scripture I'm going to be read this morning. Very short scripture. I won't keep you standing very long. So we'll keep you standing too longer. Uh, Proverbs chapter 17, verses 17. Proverbs 17, verses 17. Very familiar scripture. It said, a friend loveth at all times. It didn't say at some times. And a brother is born for the adversary. Um, adversary. Um, Let's bow ahead. Father God, we thank you for another time to be in your presence. You've truly been so good to us. We thank you for your mercies, for your love. We thank you for your goodness, oh God. We thank you for strength. We thank you for direction. We ask you for wisdom this morning, oh God. We ask you for covering and a sound mind this morning, oh God. We ask you to touch the ears this morning, that as the words go forth, Lord God, it will prick in somebody's heart, Lord God, that they will, oh God, transform and change and never to be the same anymore, oh God. We truly love you. We thank you for this family of God. We thank you for all of our friends and family that are here today, Lord God. Truly, this day that you have made, we want to rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. You truly have been good to us. Oh God, we love you because you first love us, oh God. And truly, Lord God, as we pray this morning, we ask your will to be done. We ask your kingdom come and we ask your anointing upon each and every one of us that is here this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 
Everybody said amen. Everybody said amen. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause this morning. He is worthy to be praised this morning. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated if you can. Amen. Praise God. So I want to get right into the word this morning. And, um, you know, want to, you know, leave a little nuggets for us this morning. That God will have his way this morning in our service. My topic for this morning, in fact, this week or this Sunday is uh, Friends and Family uh, Sunday. Um, so um, my, my topic this morning is, are you a friend or a family member? It's friends and family, right? So... You know, I, I was uh, I was going through the scriptures and I was going. Um, I had something that I had planned in initially to 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 preach, but then when it was uh, friends and family, you know, the thought process changed and God gave me a different word and um, I started to dig a little bit deeper in the word to see what the Lord want to speak to us this morning and. Um, you know, when I look up for the words, um, in fact, for the words friend and family, just to kind of get the similarities or, you know, the meaning of both, of which, you know, it was kind of similar, if you please, or, or close. Uh, a, a friend is a person whom one known or whom one has a bond or neutral affection, if you please. That is a friend. I'm not going to be a friend with you if I don't have a uh, something neutral, if we don't have a, a, a bonding together. I, if you love sport and I love sport, I may be a friend with you because we have something in common. If you love the word of God and I love the word of God, we will have a bonding together because we are in this thing together. So, 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 you know, with, with being a, a, a friend, there, there, there's a lot of things that goes on with being a friend. Sometimes we may use the, the, the phrase or the thought, uh, she, he or she is a, a, a good friend or a friend of mine. I, I know that person for a, a very long time and he is uh, so, so close to me. You know, um, whenever I need him, he's there, you know, because he is a friend. And if he's a friend, if it's a, if it's a bony five friend, if you please, he's going to be there in thick and in thin. He's going to be there when it's raining or when it's sunshine, if you, if you please. Amen. Uh, the word family, uh, uh, it said, the family is the fundamental institution of a society ordained by God. It is constituted by marriage and composed of a person related to one another in marriage, blood, adoption. The family is the fundamental institution of a human society, if you please. In fact, a member of a, a, a religious society uh, or a friend. For example, Judge Fox in 1650, he, he had this comment. He was a member of a religious society of a friend. He was a it was a Christian movement founded by, of course, Judge Fox. 
it was devoured to a peaceful principles. Central to the Quakers believe uh, in doctrine of the inner light, our sen- uh, uh, sense of Christ, direct working in the soul. And this is what he said. Uh, he, he, he did not believe in informal ministries. Or he did not believe in formal worship, if you please. Uh, you know, a, a true friend have your back. You know, if if I'm a friend of Brother Izzy, you know, Brother Izzy is going to have my back. He's going to make sure when we turn to each other, what I'm not seeing, he is seeing. Because he want to make sure he cover my back. And the same thing goes for me. Because why? We are friends. If we're talking and I see something going on, I got to cover his back. Because we are friends, if you please. Amen. When others try to hurt you emotionally or physically, they do everything they can to make sure you stay safe. They don't care who is trying to harm you. They will defend you anytime, anywhere. If they can help you, they will do whatever reservation or reward, without reservation or reward. The Bible let us know in Job 16, Verses 20, it said, My friends scorn me, but mine eyes pour out tears unto God. So when you have your friends that scorn you, your, your, your eyes, because, because remember, you know, you're bona fide, you're neutral, you share a lot of things in common. And, and when your friends uh, uh, scorn you, the only thing you, you have left to do is go to God and say, God, why? We, we were supposed to be friends. Many times we, we may have family reunion, uh, friends reunion. Friends reunion is, you know, I remember I've been to school with such and such. I haven't seen such and such for over 100 years, if you please. Five years, if you please. So now we're going to have a a friend reunion. We're going to bring back all our old friends, all our schoolmates, all our friends that we have come in contact with. And we have a nice friend uh, reunion. We're going to talk things. We're going to sing. We're going to do all the things that keep us in, in, in that nice uh, former shape that we had. There are four stages of a friend. The first one is the acquaintance. The second one is the knowledge or the experience of something. The third one is a close friend. And the fourth one is a best friend. There are some essential relationship traits to a friend. How much do you agree with each statement will determine how much that person is really a good friend of yours. 
One, I am trustworthy. Two, I am honest to others. Three, I am generally very dependable. Four, I am loyal to the people I care about. Five, I am easily able to trust others. Six, I have experienced and expressed empathy for others. Seven, I am able to be non-judgmental. Don't hold this against me. Don't judge me. Eight, I'm a good listener. The Bible says to be slow, quick, quick to hear, slow to speak. Don't think you know it all. Nine, I am supportive of others in their good times. Ten, I'm supportive of others in their bad times. Not only when things are looking rosy and green in front of me all the time, you're going to be there if you're a good friend. When things get a little rough, when there's a a lot of stone and a lot of splinters and a lot of broken glasses and nails and the the highways or in the roadways, if you please, you're not there to, 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 to be there in the bad times. Eleven, I'm self-confident. Twelve, I am usually able to see the humor in others. See something nice in that person. Listen, God made us in such a unique way that all of us doesn't have the same attributes, if you please. I may be one that like to get into the dirt, get my hands dirty. I just don't like to see bugs and the plants. So I'll do everything that I can do to keep the bugs away, to make sure the soil, if you please, it's nice, it's retained, it's moistness, to make sure the plant looks good. You may be on the opposite, on the other end. I ain't got no time for that. It is what it is. A couple leaves here. Looks a little withered. Drying up a little bit. Something is, ah, that's not for me. Somebody will take care of that. And the final one is, I am fun to be around. How many of us can say, you know, it's fun to be around so-and-so. You know, so-and-so, ooh, man. When I'm around so-and-so, you just don't know, man. It's a, it's a joy, you know. It's you know, it, it's good, but others, you know, it, it's just not fun because they, they, they don't create the atmosphere, if you please, for them to want to be around you. But when someone, you know, create the atmosphere for you to be around them, you're going to want to be around them. Why? Because you're going to want to get a part of what they have. 
because they have something that you may not have. And the only way that you, you, you can have a, a part of what they have is to be around it. If you know this, don't hang around with a person that is not a millionaire. Right, Brother Sam? If a millionaire, you know, I'm going to hang with Brother Tom. He got money, you know, so I'm going to hang with him. He's a millionaire. That's how I see it. I'm not going to hang out with Brother Hizzy. Doesn't look like a millionaire, if you please. So, you, you know, you, you, you try to, again, you want to try to be balanced. You must be balanced, yes. But on the other end, you want to be able to know that if you're around someone that can encourage you and say, this is a way to go. This is what we need to do. This is how we get things done. You know, you don't want to say, you know, this is the way we get things done. But on the other hand, this person is pulling you down. That's not the way it needs to be. Amen. I'm going to try to break on a few of these uh, that I just named. 13 essential friendships. Uh, the first one is uh, trustworthiness. It's often the make or break elements of an interpersonal relationship. It will make you or break you. When, when, when you have a friend, you've got to know that he's truly your friend. Because if he's not your friend, it's going to make you or it's going to break you. It's going to take every penny you have, every dime you have, because it's going to break you. Honesty. Honesty requires that we speak openly from the heart and incorporate activity, objectively, into our words. Being dependable means that that friend can count on you and be there when you say you will. To do what you say you will. And be willing to stand up for friends, especially when they cannot stand for themselves. The other one is uh, loyalty. It is a value and hurly in all of our relationship. From the time we make our first relationship, we need friends who won't spill our secrets to others or gossip with others with our business. If I'm confided in you and I want you to be my friend, don't go and tell everybody about my business. We're not friends. You're trying to break me down. You say we are friends, but you're trying to just break me down. Don't go gossip about me. If you love me, stay with me. Be my friend. Be able to trust one another. Personal involved being comfortable with voluntary voluntary. Vulnerability. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's being able to, to, to be with someone that cares about you. Amen. The church is not the building. The 
church is the called out people. The Bible led us to know in Peter, 2 Peter 2, 9, that we are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We, we are special. We are people. You see, God called us because we are peculiar. We are special. God didn't want all of us to be the same. Oh, my God. What a God we serve. Show me a friend, and I will tell you who you are. If you keep friendship with a drug dealer, you're going to be a drug dealer. You can't tell me you don't do drugs. <laughs> you may not agree with what I'm saying. But if you're hanging around the wrong crowd, you're going to be like them sooner or later. If the cop pull you over with a drug dealer and you're in the car at the wrong place at the wrong time, you are a part of what's going on. Don't tell me uh, I was just getting the ride down the street, officer. It don't work that way. L- listen, you know, the Bible said we should let our light so shine before men that they can see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Which means if all of us are saying the same thing, if all of us are doing the same thing, we all come to church. We all worship the one and only living God. This is who we associate ourselves with. So someone see down the street is going to say, I seen so-and-so going through the firehouse. They're going to church. They got a church in the back of the building. So they got to be either a Christian or a part of the fellowship or something that's going on back there, if you please. They're not just going to go up there because, you know, it's a nice building to be in. And, you know, you have fun in the building. There's something going on for you to want to be a part of what's going on. Amen. The Bible led us to know in Job 17, verses 5, he said, He that speaketh flattery to his friends, even the highest of his children shall fade. In fact, the word flattery there, it's expressive in sincere praises are given, especially to further one's own interests. Just, just don't go up there and do stuff just to please. And thereof are the ways of death. The Bible, in fact, the Bible went on and said the wages of sin in Romans 6.23. said the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. The only way you can get this eternal life is by true Jesus Christ. Amen. All my friends adore me. And then whom I love are turned against me. In fact, in Proverbs 18.24, he said, A man that hath a friend must show himself friendly. And there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And that's a man, Christ Jesus. If you have a friend, if you want to be a friend, you got to show yourself friendly. You can't say you want to be a friend with the congregation and you don't show yourself, you just... You know, I'm just cool. I don't like crowd. I, I don't like that group of people. I just, I, I'm a friendly guy, but I, I, don't, I don't like to socialize. If you please. Are you a friend 
or are you just a spectator? I'm just observing. I'm staying the cool. I'm just, I'm just watching the crowd, you know. I, I'm not like those folks over there. Those folks over there get, you know, they get a little bit uh, hyper. They get a little excited, if you please. I don't want to be like them. The songwriter said, you are my brother, you are my sister. So take me by my hand. Together we will work until he comes. In fact, there was another song that said, lead me, Lord, I follow. Anywhere you open up the door. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Bible let us, in fact, in fact, uh, uh, let, let, let's jump down to Job uh, uh, chapter 2, my sister. If you have that one, Job chapter 2, check this out. Job chapter 2, very familiar passage of scripture to all of us here, most of us. I'm assuming. Again, in chapter in verse 1, it said, Again, there was a day when the Son of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And who came to present themselves to? That guy. That guy. He came to present himself also. And among them, to present himself before the Lord. In verses 2, it said, And the Lord said unto him, that guy. From whence comest thou? And he answered. That guy answered. And said to the Lord. And said. From going to and fro. In the earth. Walking up and down in it. He said. That guy. You know who I'm talking. That guy. You know. He likes to be. In the crowd where everybody is. He invites himself to everything that he needs. He thinks he should be a part of. If you're not a part of the crowd, just say to yourself. Don't just come into the crowd just to mess up the crowd. Just don't come in the crowd because it looks excited and everybody's having a good time. This is what everybody chooses to do. So if you don't want to have a good time, just stay by yourself in a nice and quiet way and do what you please to do. Amen. Verse 3 said, and the Lord said unto that guy, As thou consider my servant Job, that there are none like him in the earth. He's a perfect man and a bright man, one that feareth God and esteemed evil. To avoid, in fact, the word is true, evil there means is to avoid something intentionally or to give, some, uh, give something up. And still, he holds fast his integrity. How many of us can hold our integrity? How many of us can, can hold fast our integrity? And, and, and despite of what's going on, we can say, listen, man, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to do everything that is pleasing and righteous in the sight of God and in the sight of man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my integrity. Jump down to verse 4. And Satan answered that guy. I'm sorry. That guy answered and said, uh, 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 Skin on skin. And to all that a man will he give to his life. But put forth his hand now. 
and touch his bone and his flesh. And I will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto that guy, guy over there hanging in the crowd. Behold, he is in thine hand. But save his, his life. He's in your hand. He's in the crowd. Look around. He's in the crowd. You get everything. Just save his soul. You see, the soul is what the Lord requires of us. You know, he needs us to serve him with all our minds, our heart, and our soul. You know, God wants us to preserve us. In fact, he goes on to say, you know, I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but, you know, when you kill this body of mine, you cannot take the soul. The only one that can take the soul is the one that gives it. Because he has the power to give and he has the power to take it away. Amen. So when that guy, from whence the present, verse 7, he said, from whence the presence of the Lord and smut Job with sore boils from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. You know, that guy there, that guy, yeah, he's in our midst, but he's no good. Don't hang around that guy. It's negative. It's, it's not going to guide you. I, I mean, it caused sore to be all over Job's body. So if you look at Job, you're going to scorn him. You're going to stay away from him. Because that's that guy. Oh, my God. Where am I? Verse 7. Verse 8. And he took him, a patched, the scrap himself, wherewith. And he sat down among the ashes. Verse 9 said, and said unto his wife, unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? You see what happens when we, when we compromise? Our family will come against us. His wife, his wife. In fact, I got a verse I'm going to get to shortly. But his wife said, why are you holding your integrity? Curse God and die. Because of that guy. That guy come around and he messed with you. That guy came around your crowd and he act like he was a part of you. And then he has the nerve to say, come on, man. You don't have to do that. Curse God and die. what he said. But you know, when, when you got wisdom, I know who you connected with. And you know that the one that you're serving is able to keep you from falling. He said, but he said unto her in verse 10, don't speak as, uh, <laughs> I didn't see that guy in, in that verse there, but he said, don't speak as, it's similar like one of that guy, or one of that person there. What, shall we receive good at the hands of God? Or shall we not receive evil in all this? Did not Job sin with his lips? Because of that guy, you know, Job maintained his integrity with God. He did not go back to say, God, why you do this to me? Why you make this happen to me? You said I'm a perfect man. 
And that guy came in our midst and he messed things up. And now, my brother John said, I can't do that. I, I, I'm not going to do that. In verse 11 it said, now when Job three friends, he has three friends, three of them. They, 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 check this out. In verse 11. These friends didn't compromise. When these friends heard of what was happening to Job, these friends called each other and said, listen, you know, I don't like what's going on with my brother. You know what I mean? That's my brother. So, so, so they go. In fact, the, 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 the scripture did. They, 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 the three friends, they went for a week and they were just, they were just praying and just mourning for the brother because he, 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 they, they were a genuine. So, 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 so here, here it was. The wife wants Job to curse God. The friends, they came together and was warning. They were praying for the brother because of what the brother was going through. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's jump a little bit, switch up a little bit there. Let's talk a little bit about the family and that know there. We have what is known also as the family reunion. Families we haven't seen. In fact, the last time we had a family reunion, if you please, was when my mom passed away almost 10 years ago. I was seeing families and families from that I didn't know, that I don't know. I don't know who they are. They came to introduce themselves to me. I don't know them because I've never seen them. So we have, you know, a little family reunion. You know, so as I was saying, you know, we, we, we don't need to. I was telling the group probably a couple months ago, I said, we, we don't need only to get together when there is a death bring us together. But as family, and, you know, hopefully we can have a family picnic twice a year instead of once a year. In fact, in fact, they were they were talking about uh, uh, Christmas in July. I was hearing the Christmas in July because of the pandemic and everything that's going on. You know, they're saying there's a lot of stuff being back up on the the docks. Uh, cannot come into land because you know the pandemic holding back things, holding back paper, and therefore the prices of the things that we have access to right now, the price are going to continue to go up. So, so. You know, when, when we would get together, you know, we get together on a weekly basis. We're seeing each other on a Thursday or Sunday morning, and we praise and we worship to God, which is very good. And that is great. You know what I mean? Oh, well, on congregation, you are there all the time. Uh, everyone, you know, whenever you can tune in, you're praising God wherever you are. And, you know, we commend you for doing that because in so doing, iron sharpens iron. We need each other. Amen. In Genesis chapter 2, I'm going to read a few verses in Genesis chapter 2. The Bible let us to know in verse 16, it said, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of knowledge, of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So check this out. Remember we were talking about that guy earlier? Look at it. 
It's in the beginning there, in Genesis, where God was saying in verse 17, he said, But of every tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou eat of it, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him an helper. Help me for him, if you please. Verse uh, 19, it said, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, and every fowl of the hair, and brought them unto Abraham, or Adam, to see that he would call what he would call in, call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name there. You see, God didn't bring and create all these things and bring them to Adam if he know he didn't have the ability to name them. You know, just God. He put the formula. Cow. Cattle. They're all in front of me. And you give me the ability to name these things. You, you know, God confided in him for him to name these things. When, when he named God, say, so let it be. Verses 19. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought unto Adam and to see what he would call them and whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof. Verse 20. And Adam gave name to all the cattle and to the, the fowls of the air and to every beast of the field. But Adam, but for Adam there was not found an helpmeet for him. And then God cast a deep sleep. Just deep. He was sleeping. Nothing. He, he, he was out. He fell upon Adam. And he slept. Man, that boy slept. He slept. And man, he was sleeping. And while he was sleeping, what God did, God took out one of his rods. He probably didn't even feel it because he was sleeping. God took, God took out the rib. Oh, and God, in fact, God, God, look, look how creative God was. God put him to sleep. Deep sleep. And after God put him to sleep, when he took the rib out, God, in his unique way, you know, the God that was served, man, is a doctor, if you please. When he took that rib out, man, that boy looked like he was new again. You couldn't tell that there was a rib missing. And this is all, you know, the God that was served, the ability that he had to do these things. In fact, verse 22, it said, And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, Made he a woman and bought unto the man. Picture it. Adam was by himself. Deep sleep. Rip came out. Made it a woman. A rib. Uh, you know, and you know, some of the ladies sometimes I say, listen, you know, we're kind of first, but check this out, ladies, and I have nothing against you all. But you got to realize that you all came out of us. 
God, take you out of us, if you please. If, if, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't be here. But listen, we need you. Hallelujah. <laughs> we, we need you. Hey, listen, we can't do without you. Even though we were before you. Listen, Brother Sam, you strong man. Just imagine. God put you to sleep. Deep sleep. Deep sleep, Brother Sam. You don't even realize that there was a whip missing, my brother. And then all it seen was your bride stand right next to you. You're looking for like, from whence cometh thou? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What an awesome God. Man, you, you, you say, God, it's only God alone have the ability to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a round of applause. It's great. Hallelujah. You know, in verse 23 said, and Adam said, this is no bone of my bone. So when you see a bride, uh, you know, Brother Sam, you're looking and said, man, that's bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. And she shall call woman because she was taken from me. God, make you feel proud. You walk high. She was taken from me. In fact, my wife was taken from me, if you please. She walked around, but she's a part of me. If, if, in fact, let, let's go down to the next verse. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Uh, I'm almost done. Verse 23 and um, uh, verse 24. Let's jump down to 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall be Oh, my God. Look at it. I, I don't know if you're uh, walking with me here. Just walk with me for a second. Watch, walk with me. <laughs> oh, my God. So after all that said and done, oh, my God, you're walking. Remember before there was nothing behind you, in front of you, beside you. Okay. So, oh, lonely, very lonely. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, you have a whip that came out of you walking beside you. Listen. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. And even though the rip came out of us to make the woman... Look at every man. Look at yourself. You say, I was first. You got that right. I, I was first. All y'all men, y'all, you were first. Y'all scared. Oh, my God. Come on, you were first. You were there from the beginning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And in verse 25, it said, And the Rebero both were naked, and the man and his wife were not ashamed. The family is the fundamental institution of a human society. The family is constituted by marriage. Marriage is ordained by God. Marriage must be between one man 
and one woman. Marriage is characterized by leaving the authority of a structure of one parent together from to form a new authority structure. Marriage is the picture of a relationship of Christ to the church. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 22 to 32. 22 to 32. Marriage is a covenant between, before God between a man and a woman. God has commissioned and blessed the human with the, the charge of being fruitful and multiplying. And that's in Genesis Chapter 1, verses 28. God has ordained that children be brought into the world only through the perceptive activity of the husband and the wife. Only to a married parent. The ordinary privilege and responsibility of marriage people, married people is to have the rare, uh, uh, have, if you please, children. The special, the special privilege and relation, responsibility of Christian parents is to, to, to bring them up uh, in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. That uh, they may come to know Christ for themselves. The, the parents' primary uh, responsibility is God's given authority to teach their children. Parents are responsible for their children' general education, if you please. We may not want to admit it, but we stop. We have no choice. Parents are responsible for their children' spiritual and theological uh, education. And this is what the Bible led us to know in Deuteronomy 6, uh, verses 6, that there are is Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. We have a responsibility, my friend. Here, friends and family, God brought us together for such a time as this. Together. God didn't bring us here just to leave us. God loved us so much. The scripture said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for friend and family. For whosoever believeth in him, they should not perish, but have everlasting life. What are you here for today? Are you a part of the friend or are you a part of the family? How you want to be a part of the friend or part of the family? What do you have to give in return? He died for us. What more do we need? I'm inviting you all to stand this afternoon, if you can. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just give the Lord a round of applause this afternoon. Oh, we adore you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God. Before we close all the service this afternoon, if there's someone here this afternoon that's not sure if you're a part of the family of God and you want to be a part, we can help you to be a part of the family of God. We can make sure uh, the folks that you will hook up will help you to be where you need to be. We don't want you to just take this by yourself and try to live. You know, listen, family support family. 
friends support friends. If you care for someone, you're going to support them all the way. God didn't bring us here just to leave us. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there me may be also. If God didn't love us, God will say, I create you guys. Get out of here. I don't need you all. He loved us so much that he said, where I am, ye may be also. That's the God that we serve this afternoon. Amen. So if there's someone here this afternoon, not sure if you're really rooted and grounded in the fundamental or the foundation of God, and you want to give your all to the Lord, you know, we, we would like you to be considering having God, knowing God as your personal Savior. He died for us. Amen. Let's just lift our hands to the Lord this afternoon. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, for your words this afternoon. You are truly great. Lord God, we thank you for this privilege, O God, for sharing your words today, Lord God. We ask your blessing, O God, upon every family, upon every friend, everyone that is in the house of God, the house of the Lord today. Lord God, that you will continue to bless them, Lord God. Lord God, that your hands will be upon them in the good times and in the bad times. Lord God, that you'll bless their going out and their coming in. Provide for them, Lord God, spiritually. Provide for them financially. Provide for them emotionally, Lord God. We ask you to make ways when there seems to be no way. Oh God, we ask you to continue to sustain us, oh God. We love you, Lord God, because you first love us. You gave your life so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Have your way among us this afternoon, Lord God. We ask to keep us and guide us, O oh God. Oh God, we ask that you will protect us every step that we made, O oh God. So God, continue to bless our pastor and his family, Lord God. Continue to strengthen, O oh God. Every church family, those that are watching us via online this morning, I pray and ask you, oh God, that you will touch them, bless them, oh God. Be with them in the good times and in the bad times. Continue to provide for us, oh God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor as we continue to worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. And come on, church, let's just give the Lord a round of applause today. Let's just praise him this morning, this afternoon, because he's worthy to be praised. Have your way, Lord God. We love you. Praise your name in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his light shine. Go with you in Jesus' name. We love you. Thank you for being here today in Jesus' name. Amen.
Yeah. 